0: How are you feeling in today's energy? Have you been experiencing a feeling of needing to prepare? What is the difference between using intuitive information to prepare and living in fear? Welcome to Love Always Self a podcast about connection to self reflections of self and how this impacts our
1: reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics.
0: I'm Karista, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences.
1: And I'm Shira, a spiritual, intuitive, and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass. And I want to help teach you how to connect with yours.
0: We believe we're all connected and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe
1: to stay notified of new content and we hope you enjoy the show. And welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira.
0: Hi, y'all. I'm Karista, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. We are always so glad to have you, and thank you so much for being here and sharing this space with us.
1: Yes, and I hope everyone is doing well out there, Mm -hmm. and Carrie and I have been really feeling certain things lately. I mean, it feels strong whenever I'm actually realizing or tapping in or- checking in on self, which I like to do periodically. And I know Carrie does too. We have a tendency to say, Hey, how, how's your day going when we're chatting? And then I'll be like, Oh man, I'm feeling this, like this weird urgency. And that's kind of what's been going on lately is that I feel this urgency to do something. So it's got this anxiousness to it is the
0: best way I know how to describe it. Interestingly enough, Shira and I, we, we discussed this earlier, I think a week ago. It was interesting because this was the first time I think we've truly had a conversation about this, like specifically feeling the need to make some changes Mm
1: -hmm. in our
0: life so that we can live sustainably, not just like reduce, reuse, recycle, but basically we're able to live safely and reliably without having to rely on outside sources. So along the lines of, we feel this need to prepare to have access to food in ways that we may not currently in our stores, easily accessible. And we may have been this, I question if this hasn't been building over the past few years, but it feels different. It's shifted because when the pandemic started, it was like fear-based Panic. Yes. Oh, let's go clean out the shelves. And everybody's got to get an extra bag of white rice or an extra bag of flour or sugar and just having things just in case. But this is feels a little bit different. And it's not quite as panic driven. But just these this need to make some changes like growing a garden, which Shire and I laugh about this because we do not have green thumbs. Oh, I most certainly don't. And we have Never had the drive or interest to build a garden and start growing our own food. Maybe, maybe a little bit, like as far as, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. (laughs) But now we're actually taking steps to do this in our homes. Well, not inside, but, you know, in our backyards. And it, it was interesting because we hadn't really talked about this between us until about a week or so ago. And as soon as you and I started talking about it, we actually had experiences where we were hearing other people share similar Mm -hmm. feelings, whether it was on different podcasts or different YouTube shows or lives, or even just in our conversations with coworkers or friends. That was a very validating feeling
1: because you and I, I mean, we, we deep dived into it and we'd like to recapture a bit of that conversation here today. But when we were diving into this back and forth between the two of us, and I was like, oh my gosh, you're feeling that too? And I was like, okay, we don't want to go in a fear-based state. I don't feel that. And I I think I said that to you. I don't feel fearful about it. Mm -hmm. It's more of like, how can you be fearful of something if you're prepared for it? And then immediately, like she was just saying, immediately after we had that conversation, I mean, it was just within minutes, I started listening to one of my favorite podcasts and they were talking about it. And I was like, how is that happening? And then I think a couple of days later, I was listening to some people that I like to follow their lives and stuff. And they brought it up. One was based on an astrology reading. Like one Mm -hmm. of the lives was all about astrology and what's going on in the charts and everything. And they were talking about, based on the astrology charts, in the next, I would say, three to five years, we're going to be experiencing maybe a slowdown in production and food and, you know, things like that. And, hey, you know, don't worry. Don't panic. Everyone's going to be fine. But get prepared, you know. Maybe not everyone. Most of us.
0: (laughs) 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 There will still be people
1: that plan to exit. Hmm? Right, right. And there's going to, you know, there's always, when there's change, those that are not willing to accept the change or prepare for the change will struggle in the change, right? So, that is a common thing for us beautiful humans and it's part of the experience of being here. However, I just found it so validating that we were having that feeling and discussing that and mm-hmm, then to hear mm-hmm. so many others that we don't talk to and I i don't know if they listen to us. I don't think so. It was
0: just very validating. And I, I used an analogy with you to help me describe this feeling because you're right. It's not this fear-based panic doom and gloom it was the best thing that i could relate this to and again i don't have kids so i can't directly confirm that this is the same feeling but from what i understand of the feeling it feels very similar when a woman is pregnant and the baby's birth is nearing she experiences a phenomenon called nesting and she wants to prepare the room for the baby. So you get everything ready. You set up the crib and you fold all the clothes and hang them up or put them away. You prepare the space for this coming of this human. That's the closest feeling that I can relate this to without having actually experienced that. That feels like this need to just prepare the space for this event of this coming of maybe having less access or not having supplies as easily or readily available or having to MacGyver stuff, right? Get your extra roll of duct tape, y'all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> makes sense. That definitely makes sense. What was interesting was we were having this conversation and and I was, a uh, it was a break at work and I was like, okay, I'm going to go grab some coffee and, and a snack. And while we're still talking and as I got to where I was going, and I'm safely in a car, I stopped. I all of a sudden received this full visual of this blue being. I know this is going to sound strange, so bear with me all. So when I saw her, she again, her skin's blue. She's got, I started focusing on this outfit that she was wearing, which was this like skin tight suit that was a darker shade of blue than her skin, but she had these white racing stripes going down the front side over each shoulder, but they were illuminated. And so Mm -hmm. they looked like light moving on the Mm -hmm. borders of these stripes. And I asked her, I was like, first of all, this is wild. I'm literally just pulling up out of a work day to get food and talking to my best friend on the phone. And you just come out of nowhere. But she was so calm. And her information was like, I work in the realm of predicting timelines of sorts for your planet. These are her words. And her name is Ara, by the way, I did ask her. And I was like, okay, so what are you seeing? And she was explaining that there was a very high probability that we're going to start experiencing a shift in dynamics of the feminine and the masculine energies. She spoke about that. And with that shift, you'll see more of the feminine energies having a higher role in leadership to manage the masculine aspect of, and this is her words, AI technology and farming and people starting to do more of that within their own home dwellings. Mm. And I was like, okay, further validating what we had been feeling and so I found that really interesting because again that calmness and I think I told you about that Carrie when we were talking about it like her feeling of oh it's no big deal you'll be fine and I was like wait a minute you just dropped a bomb on me like what (laughs) what
0: what do you how are you so calm right now (laughs) but it was going to like experience that.
1: That I think it's interesting.
0: that just reminds me or makes me think of you get so hyper-focused on our human, the now human experiences in this lifetime that we forget that past this lifetime, everything will be okay. Yeah. That's a really good way to put that.
1: I remember talking to my coach and she was like, when I told her about this experience, she's like, first off, you should share that. And I was like, yeah, that's new. And then second off, I was like, well... I still can't wrap my head around how calm she was about it and we were joking because she was like well she doesn't live on this planet clearly so she doesn't
0: have to to deal with it so
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we kind of laughed about that and i was like point taken
0: (laughs) but i actually started looking into the astrology charts to see as well, because I was curious and I I have not listened to any of the episodes that you have of the people going through the astrology chart and talking about it. But when I was looking at it and I was sharing with you what I was seeing, that's when you actually told me about those and confirmed that what I was saying, my guesstimate was about three and a half years. It's going to be a little bit of needing to learn to be self-sustaining. That was the word I was looking for, self-sustaining.
1: Self-sustaining. <laughs>
0: hilarious. But yeah, I think it'll be roughly three and a half years. Wow. And again, it's like, how do we use this information to prepare ourselves rather than living in fear of it? Because these tools of prediction, they're just tools of possibilities, of probabilities. And it's to help us to guide us in how to navigate going forward. Yeah. So why not use some of the information and learn some things like gardening? One little thing that when we were talking about this, I was like, why are we trying to do all these things on our own? mm I remember that. Yeah. Each one of us is trying to build our own garden in our backyard and figure out how to collect rainwater and filter it and make it clean so we can drink it. And so we're all trying to do this as individuals. Yeah. So if we, it'd be really cool to have this co op small community style where we're each taking responsibility for like certain foods that we're growing and we share and we care and we work together as a community yep and community is important it's a really
1: big part of the human experience and learning how to do things
0: like sharing it's a it's an expression of love Mm -hmm. absolutely it is yeah absolutely i think one commonality and this is an assumption i'll be honest this is my assumption but i think one commonality in receiving these intuitive hits is those that are more connected with their feminine, not necessarily women, but people that are more connected with their feminine are receiving these intuitive hits a little bit more openly. Mm. Again, that's an assumption. I'd be curious for the listeners if they want to give feedback, what are you experiencing? Have you felt any of this need to prepare? And again, I'm not trying to make a judgment on it. It's just we've received some feedback from people in our lives that they're not getting these hits. And so we're wondering a little bit about right. what the common thread is in those that are receiving this drive and not. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. I'm interested in also seeing how those that are listening to this are feeling too with are you getting anxious? Do you mm-hmm. feel anxious? Are you looking at your own expressions of your anxious feeling? Is are you asking the question why do I feel like this today? And in part of doing that, understanding where it's coming from, connecting with where it's coming from, is a really good step to, in my opinion, getting prepared, right? Mm-hmm. And so for Carrie and I, we were feeling it. We looked into it. We started to understand it, right? And that led us to receiving the information like she said, about getting more prepared to food solutions, clean water things of that nature. So the next things that we started doing was, all right, well, cool. Let's not panic then, right? Let's figure that out. So what did we do? We Googled gardening books because we need to learn, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember telling you, I was like, I'm not trying to be a doomsday preparer or anything of that nature, but like at the same time, what if technology went down and I didn't have access virtually to a book? Cool. I'm going to go to Amazon and take a look at some Actual physical paper books and see what I can find and learn from there, just in case (laughs) I need a guide like gardening for dummies or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I actually picked that up in the bookstore yesterday and I looked at it and I was like, I feel like I could do better than this. And I put it (laughs) back. I'm going to learn. But yeah, I mean, that's part of the hope that I have for other people is that when you first understand where the fear is coming from or where the anxiety or anxiousness or those types of energies are coming from. And you step in to yourself and you come to the conclusion of what that is. Go with your gut instincts, your intuition. I'm winking at the camera and just find a way to be more prepared towards that feeling. Mm -hmm. If you feel something's coming up, that's something for you to just acknowledge And then get prepared for So you can just remove that fear-based thought process, the thing that's going to cause you the anxiety, the thing that's going to allow you, because, you you know, again, that's you controlling your emotions there, right? But like, allow you to just be prepared in whatever scenario that could possibly come up. Mm -hmm. And you can use this in anything, not just what we're talking about today.
0: And if you feel like you don't trust your intuition, go back to episode 84, it's logic versus intuition great guidance there about some practices that you can do to build your relationship with your intuition, with your gut feelings, so that you can learn to trust it and learn to ask questions and trust the guidance that you're receiving. Yeah, absolutely. You want to ask Ara questions
1: because before we hit record, I I started calling her in and I was like, okay, you're new to me. So I'm not going to trans channel or anything like that, but I'm going to I'm just going to ask her some questions and see what she wants to provide. The information that we are sharing will, of course, always be for our highest and greatest good. I only operate in light and I only receive information from the light, from a love space. For those of you listening, I recommend that when you are receiving information that is channeled from others to please do your bubble meditation of light. So this is just a quick practice to close your eyes, imagine a bubble around you that is surrounding you and it is made of nothing but pure white light and nothing can penetrate that white light without your permission always and always 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 and R is actually saying this use your discernment take what resonates leave what doesn't
0: okay Mm -hmm. thank you all right so Shire is going to take just a few moments raise her vibration connect with her breath allow R to come in with her Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's saying she's
1: present. She's got such a beautiful smile. It's so unique because it's not human, but it is human. It's humanoid, I guess. Mm -hmm. I just want to describe her. I feel like this is important because I I keep getting this sense that there might be others out there listening that have also experienced her. It does seem like she connects with quite a few humans. So she's got, it's almost like a, you know, when hair is so blonde, it's kind of white shimmering. Mm -hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that's what her hair is like it's very long it's straight um, but it has a little bit of wave to her her eyes are much larger than ours but they're quite piercing it almost looks like she has moons like crescent moons in the in the sides of her pupils her face is slender her chin is kind of a little bit smaller she has really long eyelashes her skin is blue by the way it's like a I I don't even know how to describe this blue. It, it doesn't feel like any kind of blue that I've ever seen. And I've got a lot of blue in my office. So it has like a glistening to it, but it also goes matte every once in a while. So it's almost like this like wave, almost like you can, oh, okay. So you can see this like wave of energy that moves through her. And when it does that, it has a glistening to the to her skin. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And again, she's wearing a darker blue, kind of like the color of my walls behind me. And racing stripes i keep wanting to point out the racing stripes and this is like some kind of as she's explaining it to me it's some kind of like a guard in energy so it doesn't this it it helps protect her energy because her energy is sensitive is what she's saying
0: and it's like a surge protector
1: yeah kind of (laughs) yeah so it's like her her suit is intelligent it it has Mm. intelligence to it so that's really cool organic material is what she's saying Okay. Like bioluminescent. Uh, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. A life of its own sometimes. That's funny.
0: Okay. So, Carrie, do you have any questions for her? First off, how can we best prepare as individuals and collective?
1: Okay. She's bringing up doing your daily health checks. She's referring to something I have to do for work. And, like, doing your daily health checks listening to your body more often. She's also pointing to the fact that I've been smelling chemicals in our water and to pay attention to that, which is why I keep getting the downloads of looking into clean water solutions. Mm. So that's interesting. She said that I have received messages before in relation to food and consuming food and how that would change naturally as the progression of humanity changes. And so she's elaborating on that. She's saying that the reason she stays so calm about where humanity is going and the things that are, she's saying predicted to happen, probable, probability, I'm sorry, she's saying probability. And she's saying that the need to grow your own food also comes from the need to provide yourself with clean food, things that don't possess a lot of chemicals, um, more and more as the earth increases its consciousness and vibration, so will all the living things on it. And as that happens, oh, okay. And as that happens, your vibratory state of your own being will increase. And with that, it will no longer accept things that are not good for it. So you'll start to feel more of this discourse between. When you're eating something and then you immediately get a stomach ache and you're like, oh, I used to eat these things all the time and it didn't bother me, but now it does. And you'll do the thing that humans do is what she's saying. And you'll blame it on getting older or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's saying it has a lot to do with understanding yourself, like understanding how your body is reacting to things and to start really paying attention and listening to that. It's interesting because I say this quite a bit to my loved ones and my friends and family and stuff we are walking around in the most highly technical technologically advanced thing that is on this planet in my opinion and that is our physical form it knows what to do if we only listen to it and i'm telling that to myself and not just to those listening because i ignore it quite a bit sometimes not all the time sometimes and it has led me to have very not fun reactions. (laughs) So like an upset stomach or a headache. She's also bringing up the headaches and she's bringing up the whole, like getting headaches quite a bit as a way to not agreeing with the things that are like in your air, in your water and in your food.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that's interesting.
0: So some of this intuition or intuitive hits that Shire and I shared, is this more about, cleansing of the body or is this more about preparing for potential lacks in in the world today
1: i'm asking her why i got like a very quick image of saturn so one sec she's showing me a calendar and it looks as if the calendar is like flipping to the next month to the next month, to the next month, and then eventually it changes years as it flips, right? Okay. she's she's not showing me the dates. she won't she won't provide yeah. that to me, but she is marking an X at the end of one of the months on that calendar, but it had flipped through quite a few pages. Again, she's not I'm asking, she's not showing me dates. She said that that's not for our highest and greatest good. So okay. She's giving me the analogy about drying your hair. Okay. I'm going to roll with this. So she's saying that like when you get out of the shower and you need to go to work, but you don't want to go to work with wet hair because maybe it's cold outside. So you dry your hair in a towel first and then you use a blow dryer to finish it off. And those are you taking the steps and the actions to get to your end point. Like, or to like your destination or whatever. So she's using that analogy for some reason, maybe just because I relate to it, but she's showing me just being prepared will allow less. She did use the word chaos, would allow less chaos.
0: Mm.
1: She kind of zoomed in on me right quick, like where I just mostly saw like her left eye. So I'm sorry. <laughs> that was I'm going to pop out for just a second from that. But like, I just saw the long eyelashes in her left eye. Like she zoomed in really quick. <laughs> it shook me a little. <laughs> I see that. I see that. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> Ask the question one more time, I'm sorry. It's okay. I
0: have a slightly different question. Okay? okay? So, what what should be our focus? Some of this information can very easily be taken and shifted into that fear-based thinking rather than preparation. So, what should we focus on to stay in that highest vibration and still prepare ourselves without falling into the fear. So what should we focus on?
1: She said, get your body right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So going right back to that cleansing. Mm -hmm.
1: She said, you should focus on your body and your physical experience and get your body right is exactly what she just said. So she's explaining the connection between your mind, your physical mind and your body she's showing me this yo-yo, like toy. It's, when I say showing me, it's not like she's holding a yo-yo. She's flashing images that I can relate to. So going this, like, we've been very accustomed to going up and down, up and down, up and down. Like, for instance, she's saying when you're feeling sad and you want to nosedive into foods that make you feel better, even though you know it's going to give you a tummy ache later, or it's going to give you a headache if you drink too much and things of that nature. Again, your your physicality, your physical Human form cannot consistently sustain in that state if you continue to stay in the depressed state as well. So she's talking about shifting into a higher vibration mentally, but it also works hand in hand with your body. And so eating better, eating cleaner foods. There's a collective agreement. She's showing me like a contract for the planet. (laughs) There's a collective agreement for things to change. Okay, this is good. I think a lot of us can be on board with that. Yeah, this is good. There's a collective agreement for things to change. There's a need for things to change. And all of your, she's saying, I'm going to say this. All of your souls know this. All of your souls have agreed to this. And this is to assist with the love that we have for the being Known as known to you as Gaia, I feel like there's a much bigger effort than what I can actually comprehend going on behind the scenes. <laughs>
0: I, I actually got that same feeling just yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like a small focus, and there's so much more at work that we can't understand or grasp with our minds. <laughs> I was going to call yeah. them small minds, but. <laughs> we <laughs> oh got big, oh big brains yeah we just um, use only 10 percent of it you know <laughs> activate the rest no don't I don't know I'm all for that <laughs> test it out give me five minutes let me decide <laughs> give me a heat check and I'll let you know if I'm gonna pull the lemon law or not <laughs> today I'll take
1: 30 seconds of full brain activation
0: and go <laughs> <Strap> in. <laughs> so if Aura wouldn't mind sharing outside of working to cleanse our bodies of toxins what are some other things that we can do to prepare maybe like one or two other things
1: she's showing me the idea that i had presented i think we talked about it carrie and I had mentioned this to my husband, but she's showing me this. She's showing me hands doing like this. Imagine for those of you not watching this on YouTube, my fingertips are touching, not full prayer, but just tented. And then she's showing me the fingers intertwining after that. And she's talking about community and gathering together for sustainability. Talk to your neighbors. Is what she said. Talk to your neighbors. Ask them if they too are gardening. Discuss where you can start building trades. I heard farmer's markets are a good idea. Assisting farmers that have been around for a long time, gaining knowledge from them. She's showing me emptying your closets, like where you go through and you do kind of like a spring clean and you get more organized with the things that you actually really want to keep and the things that you don't. Donating to those in need is what she said to be supportive of your community. So I'm getting a lot of community effort there.
0: You know, that is one, one thing. So we're, Well, I guess best case scenario, nothing happens and nothing changes as far as our access to foods and goods and hardware and whatever. And if you've bought an extra supply, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you get to donate some of that food. Yeah. If you realize that we don't need it, we don't need the extra stock.
1: Yeah. I like that idea of being able to, you've heard of those like community gardens, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen this like on, on the news or like on TikTok or something. There's several Um, around. Yeah. Like where you either have a community garden or some people transition their entire front yards into like gardens. Oh yeah. But I see it more like she's showing it to me in my mind, more of like neighborhoods doing that.
0: Yeah. Cause that is one thing, right? Is if something happens to where we don't have access to power like gas, plugging in your electric car to the wall to charge it, then we would need to have those resources close by. So having them within the community. What's really weird is that she brought up that clean drinking water
1: bit. And I've been thinking about learning how to do like rainwater collections. I'll have
0: to send you my YouTube video. Did you look at it too? (laughs) Oh yeah, I've got a list. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Do y'all see this?
0: (laughs) Hilarious. Um, Quick plug. If anybody wants a little bit of guidance on how to connect with your body and do a body check-in, we will put a link below connecting it to another episode specifically to where we walk you through that. So just wanted to point that out below. Let me thank Ara for coming in and chatting with us. If she has any additional intuitive hits while we do the collective card reading, we welcome her and any input or advice.
1: Yes. Thank you so much, Ara. That was super enlightening. All right. It's collective card reading time, y'all. <laughs> okay. That came out with a quickness. And look at that. I asked what for three cards. What are we using? Oh, yeah. I asked for three cards and I got three cards. It just jumped Ooh. right out of my deck all right so we are using i was going to try to read that upside down we are using the psychic tarot oracle deck by john holland let's see what i got her i don't know which one came out first so i'm just gonna kind of go with the top
0: i feel like just show them all three at the same time let me show all three at the same time. <laughs> can i do that i don't even know if my fingers will let me do that <laughs> you mind reading that one for me <laughs> okay so we've got wisdom discontentment and boredom and deception and envy. Ooh, oof, oof. So deception and envy. All right. This guy reminds me of like a mythological character. Who is it? Narcissist? Narcissist? I I don't remember my Greek mythology. (laughs) But he's wearing a green robe with, he's got a green background. There's like this mask that he has lifted up above his eyes and he's kind of given this like glare off to the side like throwing some oh. shade this is interesting because in the astrology community there's been a lot of discussion about deceptions coming huh. to light and this Ooh. this conversation has been a growing conversation over probably like the past year And the turmoil that we're experiencing right now is in part because of the deception that we've been living under for decades. And now everything feels so just like, what? How could they be lying about this? Like, so surprised. Everybody's just thrown off their rocker. And which is understandable. I'm not judging that reaction by any means. The reason that we're needing to see these things, however traumatic or terrible they are, we have to bring them into the light. Yep. Because if we are not aware of these things that are going on, we cannot do anything to change them.
1: Exactly. And what's interesting about this particular card and what you just said is that, and I'm only going to read from the book super quickly, but the fir- very first sentence literally says, To be forewarned is to be forearmed.
0: So having the preparation, those intuitive hits to prepare. Yep. <laughs> She's like, I'm
1: done here. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Enough said. Don't even need to go. <laughs>
0: There's your wisdom right there. (laughs) I was going to say, bring all that wisdom, right? Like, oh my gosh. What was that middle card in between? The discontent and boredom. Mm. Is this for me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I'm getting a lot of the chakra alignment. I'm Mm -hmm. hearing chakra alignment as I see the colors down below on the balcony that this man is standing on. He's facing away from looking out. Towards the sky, the greenery. There's a castle in the background.
0: It's like Um, he's standing towards the shadow rather than with the light behind him. Yeah. Right. He's putting his back towards the light and the colors. He, He looks like
1: he is experiencing a little bit of sorrow. Yeah. And this is an emotions card on this deck. And it's a number four, which, man, have I been getting a lot of that. And this is to talk about the feeling of restlessness and impatience that surrounds you. It does mm, say this, a relationship hope, yeah. project or situation isn't moving forward fast enough.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, boy. before you said that last little bit. Um, <laughs> I I do get that restlessness. Mm-hmm. I and and maybe I'm pulling a little bit of my own experiences into this, but for me. Boredom is a special place to get to in this point in my life. Let me explain. Okay. Our lives are inundated with (laughs) to-dos. Oh, I see where
1: you're going with this.
0: (laughs) So to have peace and space to just be in your own energy long enough to get to the point of boredom leads to creativity. Mm -hmm. And this whole idea that we are discontent with how things have been for decades and decades in our view, how they've always been because they've been very similar our entire lives does not mean that that has to always be. (laughs) But in this space of discontentment with how things are being, taking time to step out of the action state of having to constantly do, 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 and get stuff done, taking a moment, connect with your breath, find some space for boredom. Don't just distract with TV and social media. Yeah. Finding space for that boredom we may actually get these intelligently creative new ideas on how to do things differently going forward.
1: Absolutely. Whether
0: that's individually or collectively or both. Or both. Right. And what's interesting is that
1: this wisdom card Mm -hmm. that was presented to us, it is very much in touch with finding community and finding a guide or a teacher. And that teacher can be there to assist you in the path that you are taking or that we are taking. I just heard that we are taking collectively and that a teacher is about to present itself. So that's interesting because I kept hearing about that. You're also a spiritual being with unlimited potential. And I feel like more and more people are about to quickly find that out. Good. Bring it Fantastic. I'll take it.
0: We're here to support you.
1: Absolutely. Wow. What a day, huh? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Those
1: cards are on point.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, Sometimes we wonder, like, wait, was that card just for me or is that for everybody? Okay. Like, let me shift perspectives here. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Let me not just focus on the tree and let me zoom out and look at the forest here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. It's hard.
0: Sometimes, yeah. But uh,
1: at the same time, it, it... The messages that fall into the hands, and for if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, if you're hearing this or whatever, it was meant for you. There's no mistake in that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, but again,
0: take what resonates, leave what doesn't, and use your discernment. One final thought on preparation versus fear based thinking. If you know you're in a fear based thought pattern, or if you're unsure, Take a moment, like Shira said earlier, sit with that undisrupted for a moment. It may require more moments, but sit with that and ask yourself, ask your body, ask your higher self, where is this coming from? Where is this based out of? How can I support myself, my being in addressing these patterns? And how can I help myself step out of that fear-based thinking use that information to prepare myself however I need to and learn to trust that we receive what we need when we need it, how we need it right on time.
1: Absolutely. Thanks everyone so much for listening today. Uh, We really felt strong about having this conversation and just getting that information out Mm -hmm. there we hope super
0: interested sorry if anybody else has had these intuitive hits or thoughts and also i don't know i've been really wanting to like double check prepper tiktok (laughs) but i'm afraid it's gonna end in the far end of the spectrum and i don't want to go there Yeah. Has anybody else <laughs> navigated <Yeah>. this? <laughs> I get worried I with those
1: algorithms. You know, it's like once you, once you look up one thing, they just start feeding you a whole bunch of other things to support your thought. I know that whole echo chamber. That's a good way to say that. If you love this content, please give it a thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to our channel. And of course, leave a review. Let us know what you think of our channel. And of course, thank you all so much for joining us today on this beautiful episode of Love Always Self. And don't forget
0: to love first, love last, and love always. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. Hey, listener. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection
1: don't forget to like subscribe and follow to stay notified of new content from love always self if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below
0: i'm karista and i'm shira and until next time remember to love first
1: love last
0: and love love always. always